0: Hello, and welcome to Press Strike by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're gonna to be talking about one plus one plus one is three from the Rainbow Children. Or occasionally it's it's noted as one plus one plus one equals three. Uh, particularly on the live version that's on uh, live at the Live at the in Las Vegas. Recorded early 2001 at Paisley Park and released on the 16th of October 2001. On the track, you've got Prince, you've got John Blackwell, the Magnificent, you have Millennia, and you have Kip Blackshire. The song is 5 minutes 16, and joining me to talk about it today is Two. Hello, Antoo. Hey, Darren. Um, in terms of a genre, I would say uh, James Brown. That's what this is. <laughs> this is Prince doing a James Brown impression. Uh, (laughs) Um, you know, it's it's basically, well, it's basically like a funk groove that they, the kind of, that just kind of gets repeated throughout the whole song. Um, the live version that's on live at the Aladdin kind of demonstrates this more than anything, because, you know, as the groove goes on, Prince keeps, well, he calls on first Eric Leeds and then he calls on Greg Boyer. Then he calls on, you know, Kip Blackshire, Then he calls on Sheila E that like, he, he basically goes around the band and gives them little solos. He has a bunch of people come up on stage and dance, and he shows them the dance they want to do, which is not a very complicated dance. (laughs) They've just got to basically sway from side to side. Um, Mm -hmm. And there is a lady wearing a airbrushed Prince T-shirt who stands right behind Prince doing this dance. And she's a very good dancer. Um, But yeah, so like, and it's just basically a groove for like 10 minutes. Um, Uh and. I feel that's kind of the similar way that the song is. It's not as much of like just kind of like a jam as as the live version is. It's
1: more than a jam, though, Darren. It's like it's it's like a funk, a James Brown funk song that's about like <laughs> about religion and it, like in like the context of being like a. In a musical almost, like this overarching narrative. So it's more than that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, we open, we like the song opens with, you know, the groove kind of sets in (laughs) and then Prince tells us in his slowed down voice, as he is (laughs) wont to do, uh, as she fell into the sensual ever after, which of course is the title of another track on this album, uh, out of body, out of mind, he stroked her hair a hundred times. And as uh, as he says a hundred times, we get the kind of the snare come in. And as if the snare is representing each stroking of the hair, Um, you know, and as she fell deeper into the hypnotic unwind, he counted his way into the suggestive mind. Planting a seed that bears fruit on the tree, he said, repeat after me, repeat after me, one plus one plus one is three. And I'm saying it at that speed because that is... This song is 5 minutes 16, but we could we could lose a minute and a half if Prince just got rid of the slowed-down voice that he uses for playing the role of the Banished Ones throughout this album. Um, you know, because he re- he says 1 plus 1 plus 1 is 3 the first time so slowly. And <laughs> and you're almost kind of anticipate. You're like, 1 plus 1... You're like, yeah, okay, Prince. 1 plus 1 <laughs> plus 1 <laughs> is, is 3. And it takes him forever to get there. Um,
1: I, he, he just wanted the audience to make sure they didn't get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well... I guess, yeah.
0: But I mean, you know, there are like the songs on the Rainbow Children are kind of broken into two different, you know, kind of types. They're either mostly, oddly enough, like love ballads um, Mm. that don't really have anything to do with the narrative, you know, like she loves me for me, that that kind of thing, or Mm. they um, have the slowed down voice of the banished ones and they talk about the muse, and we have like you know the wise ones. And, you know, this this is kind of what the start of this song is. It kind of moves the narrative just a little bit. Um, But the weirdest thing is, like, it's not like the overall story that's being told is not, I don't know, the kind of the banished ones appear here and there, but there's also this kind of thing where Prince is talking about the theocratic order. Um, You know, (laughs) if you ain't got no place to stay, come on, baby, round this way, stay with me, baby. But let me tell you how it's going to be. So basically it's a lecture told through a funk song um with some some wonderful drums from John um John Blackwell yeah um you know such a good drummer it's
1: not um, only a lecture a religious le- lecture about like yes how one and one and one is 3
0: there ain't no room for disagree <laughs> you know if you want to be with me that's how it's going to be uh 1 plus 1 plus 1 is 3 um you know so take your time and think it through if this is what you want to do, it it really ain't that hard to please, because one plus one plus one is three. That doesn't really rhyme, but you know. <laughs> um, and then Prince Reap kind of brings back "Stroke your hair a-, a hundred times." Let me see what I can find. Do you know about the order? Uh, do you know about the order now? Now, like the idea of you know hair, like this is something that Prince has brought up in other songs. In particular, she's always in my hair, my hair. which uh-huh. obviously in that in that in that phrase hair is you know, substitute for, you know, brain or thoughts. And so here, when he says, stroke your hair a hundred times, I don't know if he's talking about stroking someone's brain because he says, let me see what I can find. Yeah. Um. So, the you know, there feels like there's a little bit of Prince bringing that back again.
1: So um, are you, like, well, when you put it that way, in the, like, he could be stroking her hair a hundred times because of looking for bad ideas he needs to get out or... <laughs> but sorry. So to see if she's compatible with this belief system he's proselytizing about.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, she is the muse. So, you know, obviously earlier in the album, she was the muse to the pharaoh. So, but, you know, that was long ago. Now she's merely just the muse. So, you know, her her place has changed. Uh, But yeah, (laughs) you know, halfway through the song, the banished ones have come to dance. Uh, If you will not let us, we'll have to kick your pants, is what they tell us. Which is probably my favorite line in the song. Um, and that is when the live version is done, that's where Prince then just turns it into like a, a full kind of jam where he he then he instructs Maceo Parker to find people in the audience who need the exercise um, and bring them up on stage to dance, which feels a little bit kind of like, I don't know, like Prince be a bit more sensitive, you know, <laughs> like maybe people who need the exercise don't want to be on stage dancing. I mean, obviously, they're all Prince fans and they'd love to meet you. Yeah, but let's not body shame people, Prince, you know um but it could be also
1: like hey i'm gonna reach out to like my plus size fans as well like you don't often see like plus size people dancing on stage with funk superstars i
0: guess i guess you're right yeah maybe maybe he's trying to reach out but at the same time you know prince was thin as a rake and it feels like pointing at people who need exercise (laughs) yeah probably not he could have phrased it in a way
1: more sensitive way if he was if he well wanted to be increasing. I think the
0: thing yep. is the humor of him t- telling Maceo Parker to do that I I think he's phrasing it that way to to you know get some laughs yes um as is prince's comedic styling um you know and then of course we <laughs> kind of get to the back half of the song which is you know again like I say it's mostly a jam but towards you know the first half is mostly about kind of you know asking you know if you want to stay with me this is you know there's no room to disagree uh, and it's worth saying after the banished ones have talked about kicking your pants there's no you know one plus one plus one is three doesn't come back again like the title of the song isn't repeated you know there's just a lot of you know who's that knocking on the door didn't we throw you out before i'm about to get rowdy about to get rowdy now <laughs> make me want to do something um could we be surrounded in the palace everyone wants to get you i don't care like a little bit of the story comes in here you know yeah. uh, how many of you all came here to dance let me shake your pants you know like it, like, again it turns into more of a call and response thing that has in between little snippets of the storyline of the palace being taken over by the banished ones um you know and prince asks where them banished ones at uh said they said they round the back don't cut no slack i'm gonna go tap 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 does he, <laughs> does
1: he sing this verse live or because the no
0: after I'm, I'm, after I'm, I'm, after kind of the whole you know we're going to kick your pants thing they yeah. when they did the live version it just turns into a jam and they they don't really go back to the lyrics and then prince I, starts singing i would singing. be
1: bored if he was doing some weird rock opera narrative as the lyrics
0: cuz like no he doesn't he obviously he he then starts kind of incorporating elements of love roller coaster and mm-hmm. um, housequake um although the funny thing is obviously you know like love roller coaster you know a, a classic yeah. song but I don't think many people paid attention to it before the Red Hot Chili Peppers re-recorded it for Beavis and Butthead, Do America. (laughs) So Prince incorporating Love Roller Coaster at this particular point in time suggests to me that either, one, Prince has heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers re-recording, or two, he's watched Beavis and Butthead, Do America. (laughs) And I'd like to think it is the second. (laughs) He was a huge Uh... Beavis
1: and Butthead fan.
0: Yes, and that's why he's incorporating Love Roller Coaster into this particular song. I
1: mean, did Beavis and Butthead ever cover Prince, like, even in an MTV, like, crossover, just, like, sw- like looking through the channels?
0: Do you think Prince would give Beavis and Butthead permission?
1: <laughs> Probably not. But, like, it was on when MTV, he... like, so I figured that being like... In 1999,
0: he sued tons of people so they could take down any websites that were associated with okay. Prince. So I don't think he would have ever been relaxed enough to say, oh, yeah, Beefus and Butthead, by all means, have one of my songs and my (laughs) videos and talk badly about me. I don't think that's a thing that would happen. Um, But, yeah, you know, and then, of course, he says, Minneapolis, sing Rainbow Children, raise your hands. We get the call and response stuff, you know. um, And, you know, towards the end, Prince then sings, how'd that fool get up in here? And then he says, snaggle voice. (laughs) Which, again, I don't know. Like, it makes as much sense to finish the song like that as as any other way. Um, but yeah, there is a little bit of kind of like the Minneapolis call and response mm-hmm. thing going on. Um, you know, Minneapolis being a phrase that Prince invented for the remix of Undisputed, which came out two years before this. <laughs> so obviously it must've stuck with him because he's like, yeah, Minneapolis people in Minneapolis like money. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, it was Prince commenting on how everybody else just keeps going after money. You know, why can't they be like him and live in a $10 million mansion um, in Shanhassan <laughs> and, you know, run their own recording studio? Come uh, on, people.
1: Did, and it also, like, ends abruptly, you know, as well. It like, does, yeah. Whole, I was like, it just kind of just... this recording? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, obviously, what with it being a concept album, it then kind of goes into the next song, um, like, pretty quickly. Um, you know in fact Deconstruction I wouldn't even really call it a song that's something I'll talk about more in the next episode but mm-hmm. it's kind of just like a weird kind of transition um, and then and that follows up with Wedding Feast which again is not really a song so we kind of go back to the narrative a little bit more after this song after this kind of jam um, you know but yeah I mean you know, Prince obviously he performed it live at the Aladdin a couple of years later which was a, you know, a live stream for the MPG Music Club um, and was later released on DVD um, I will say this to anyone thinking of purchasing <laughs> prints live at the Aladdin Las Vegas do not do that it is a terrible quality video it literally just looks like someone took a live stream that was put over the internet and stuck it onto DVD um, and then also they did some post-production work which was entirely unnecessary um, where they kept adding a weird like whip crack to the drums and I don't know why they did that um you know like and imagine imagine you're listening to one plus one plus one is three for like 12 minutes which is how long it goes on in the live version and you just keep hearing this whip crack it is, is really there w-
1: is there a whip crack on the original version though no
0: there isn't there definitely isn't there isn't a <laughs> whip crack on any of the songs that get the whip crack treatment on live at the uh live at the aladdin um and i'll say this Do you think that was prince's choice to get the whip crack on
1: like, the post-pro- post-production post of the DVD?
0: Uh, I, d- I mean, I don't know, because the thing is, he, he you know, the audio mix was taken directly from the console, so, you know, it's a good enough sound, but then for some reason, I don't know, he got back to the studio and he must have been so bored and he's just like, stick a whip crack on. Give me the whip crack sound. And he just sat there for like...
1: I, I like the idea that there was someone in the audience cracking a whip and... <laughs> <laughs> but way in the back of maybe maybe <laughs> but i mean
0: the weird thing is of course is that you know live at the aladdin las vegas remains the final promotional video that prince ever released he never released anything after that you know it was released you, in 2000
1: uh, you mean promotional live video yeah. or just video clips in general no no that
0: was it he like after that he, he didn't release anything else to video it was the, it was the final one um released on the 19th of august 2003 that was it you know, no more live concert videos. I'm sure he did some stuff on the internet, but nothing that's had a DVD release since then. Uh, which is weird, because, you know, Raven to the Year 2000 came out, like, right before it. So for some reason, Prince released back-to-back live concerts and then didn't release anything for the next 15 years. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if the, you know, the uh, the estate actually release anything, you know, that Prince did live that he'd recorded. But yeah, you know, so... I don't know, like, the song, it's it's really odd because it's kind of half narrative and, like, half jam. And there's nothing else really on Rainbow Children like it. Um, I'm a fan of the... Pro- I, mm-hmm. I really like the production on Rainbow Children. I think the addition of John Blackwell, you know, really kind of helped Prince. It, like, it kind of took him out of the studio and kind of pushed him more towards, you know, kind of a band sound. And, yep. you know, John Blackwell's a great drummer, so he, he really kind of also, you know, it gets you away from the Prince drumming, which... You know, Prince is a competent drummer, he's not a great drummer. And so it, it tends mm-hmm. to pull down a, some Prince songs when, you know, he, he just kind of goes in there and does. I mean, you know, he, he was accustomed to drumming on a drum machine. So when he does live drums, he kind of does the same thing. <laughs> um, so yep. it's, you know, it kind of. The, the sound of Rainbow Children, it, I, I prefer a lot more to, you know, some of the albums that kind of came before it. Um, you know, and some of the songs on here, you know. I I don't know. I don't mind the weirdness of like the ongoing narrative. So the fact that he has like the banished ones appearing in this song, doesn't really bother me that much. You know, for me, I would say that this is like four out of five, like, you know, it's a really solid groove and, you know, the live, even though the quality of the video for the live version is mostly terrible. It's, it's a joy to kind of see the band interacting with Prince and to see Mm -hmm. a bunch of Prince fans, you know, overjoyed to be on stage with Prince dancing along with him. Like, you know, it, it it's it's one of those things where it like it feels like a fun song, and I can kind of see why Prince, you know, decided to kind of extend yeah. it out to like a twelve minute jam. And even on the record, it feels like it could just keep going for another twelve minutes. Like once the groove is going, it feels like you could just keep going forever with this song. Um, so you know, it's what this is probably I, I don't know if I'd say favorites, but it's certainly one of the better songs on Rainbow Children.
1: I mostly agree with you. Like I think it's a really good funk jam song. Like I would even compare it uh, to it's going to be a beautiful night Yeah. off uh, sign of yeah. times, like that sort of energy. Yeah. But I I also think as a song, like it is great. But then as a song placed in the context of like a rock opera, there's a part of me that cringes. I'm like, why does it have to be like this, this sort of like the awkward narrative shoehorn element? Well, I'm just like, uh, th- these lyrics don't, these lyrics don't really suit the energy, like the sort of call and response aspect of, him repeating the title works for me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, one plus one plus one is free. Like, I can imagine that working well in a concert context. So uh, I think I'll give it, like, three and a half. Yeah. Because I, I think it's a good funk song and all that stuff, but, like, loses half half a star just for being, like, an awkward shoehorn <laughs> narrative element in the song.
0: It is worth saying as well, for the live version um, on uh, Live at Aladdin... Um, Prince does say at one point we can get funky which I'm like of course well what have we been doing for the last six minutes Prince if we haven't already been funky (laughs) Um, but then he tells the audience members to take out their cell phones and you know call their their family members and let them listen to how funky they're getting and he says at one point (laughs) I don't even mind which is kind of weird because it's like I'm sure, Prince. If any of those people actually recorded that concert and tried to put it on YouTube, yeah. you definitely would have sued them to get that taken down. So,
1: you... I'm, I'm sure. Do you reckon he made them sign like an NDA afterwards? <laughs> like at the other concert, I, I that was just an act. I actually would mind. Yeah, uh, I do mind everyone knowing and...
0: how funky we got in here tonight. Um,
1: I also like the idea of Prince being some weird prankster, like getting these people to call up their relatives when they're asleep or something <laughs> or whatever. Like,
0: <laughs> why are you calling? Prince told you to. I'm asleep, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in here getting funky, and Prince just wants you to know, you know, yeah. like, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about 1 plus 1 plus 1 is 3. Um, so yeah, let's go uh, to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Ante? Uh
1: Yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Antu Comedy. So that's spelled A N H T U, comedy. And you just follow me for my tweets and whatever I'm talking about. Maybe tweet at me if you like any of my observations.
0: And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trapped By Track or on Twitter for Prince Podcast. Or you can email me, I'm not sure you would, at PrinceTrapbyTrack at gmail.com. Thanks much more for being my guest here on two.
1: Uh, no problem, Darren. Always fun. Otherwise, goodbye. Added crackle.